Welcome, guys, gals, and non-binary pals. Why do they hate Miranda? You're listening to I Couldn't Help But Podcast. Carrie is the fucking worst. An unofficial Sex in the City podcast. Hosted by Joe Daniel Montalongo and Paige Clarno. Charlotte, shut the fuck up. Sick. No, we were not. Stop it. Are you recording? I'm recording. Oh my god. And I was over here singing Patty LaBelle. LaPone. LaBelle? LaPone. LaBelle. LaPone Patty is, Patty. is not. She a was in color. Pose season two. I believe it. She <laughs> is also in John Cameron Mitchell's new podcast, Musical Extravaganza. I would hope so. And who else? <laughs> who else? The black girl that was in the color purple, but the new version. Cynthia Vero. Uh-huh. Is it her? If it's not her, I'm going to come off incredibly racist. I have no idea. Uh, it's I fine. Think you're going to be okay. It's fine. I made Holocaust jokes last week. Like, I think they'll just forgive black people. Yeah. Welcome to another shit show episode of I Couldn't Help Welcome to another shit show. Oh, we are recording on an iPhone because my computer has decided that the, like, annual update that takes three hours just decided to happen. And I'm your favorite shit show, man. Joe Denny Montalongo. Shit Showman should be your new, like, title for your Twitter. I wrote a sketch based off of a Shit Showman, and it's based off of Challenge Shit Show, where the shit's a show and the show's a shit. Yes. I'm your favorite Shit Showman. I love it. Shelby. <laughs> There's too <laughs> many sh- <laughs> <laughs> Who is that? I don't know her. Welcome to our guest star season. Hey. Would you like to introduce yourself, guest star? Hi. I'm Amanda. Um... <laughs> I'm here to talk about sex in the city. What are your favorite parts about sex and the city? My favorite part is about sex in the city. No, not the show. What's your favorite parts about having sex? Oh, about both. Okay. Usually, you get bought food after and public transportation. Fuck yeah! Yeah, I like what you're about. Thank you. What about sex in the city? The show. Oh, um, seeing people all young. That's it. Paige, <laughs> <laughs> what's your favorite part about sex in the city? Um, my favorite part about the show or my favorite part about having sex in a city? Both. Hotel sex. To both. <laughs> Confirmed. If you listen to the show, you will have hotel sex. Okay. How good is hotel sex? Great. Because you don't have to clean up. You can just leave. It depends I do that on my house. hotel. What do you mean? Well, if you're in like a seedy motel, then there's like an, like you're on edge the whole time. Because you're like, what am I on? Mm. That's what's, fair. What's around me? But if you like, you know, got that money... Yeah. And you can um, get, yeah. get an upstanding hotel, then That's yeah. That's true. A good hotel. What Something the on the row. <laughs> we don't support the row. Oh, we don't? Why? We don't. I'll tell you later. Okay. Well, it anyway, the they're the nicest hotels in the city, so... One time I got a tattoo, and then I got a blowy from someone at a Nugget hotel room. I had met them that day. Wow. And then my friend, she was like, oh, here, hang out. And then they left, and I was like... Uh, I accidentally got stoned and I don't know who I am, so I'm gonna have to stay here. And they're like, "Yeah, okay, cool." Mm. Wow. And we gave we got little hip tattoos, and then we watched television. And they're like, "Hey, do you want me to go down on you?" I was like, "I don't think you have to." <laughs> they're like, "Eh, I'll do it." In front of the giant prospector man and everyone. Yes. Wow. <laughs> the prospector. What's his name? Man. Joe. Last chance, Joe. Last chance. Is that Joe? his name? Yep. And I was in front oh, of the wow. Sparks Museum, and yep. I helped with that. Nice. I donated money and I helped. I love it. Thank I you. do shit, but I like him every time we drive by. Yes. He gives me hope. Yeah. 
For sure. And his name was Joe, so I was like, oh, look at that. I'm cool. <laughs> I'm not a prospector. Represent. I have no prospects. Love it. I have only um, successfully had sex on the row. Oh, I've had for you. unsuccessful, never really ended in sex at almost all other hotels. <laughs> <laughs> the Nugget, mm-hmm. the Peppermill. Oh, my fave. Um, GSR. Unsuccessful. I've had more successful sex at the GSR. I've had no successful hotel sex. Once oh. was the Joe's Crab Shack incident. And then the other one was, we, I didn't went to this hotel in Vegas to meet my long distance boyfriend and there was like a weird pipe issue and you could just smell sewage water in the whole hotel. Oh, that's oh. disgusting. Yeah. Yep, no sex for that. One mm. time on like a 13 hour layover in Toronto, Canada, we got hotel room and then just to finish the day because it was like 4am, I pulled dick in the shower and then I went to sleep. And that's also, I consider that pretty successful. I yeah, it seems like a nice day. Thank you. They gave us little complimentary like go bags, like with uh, toothbrushes and like hair product stuff, and mm-hmm. it was super cute. Cute. And I kept it as a lunchbox. Cute. I like that. Thank you. Air Canada. We'll fuck you over, but we'll give you lunch bag. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. All right. Well, Amanda, aka there are too many people named Amanda, so we just call you by your. Uh, by your social media, which is Hot Buttered Rat. Hot Buttered Rat, baby! <laughs> tell us. Where? Why? Whom? Oh, well, you see, I like rats. Okay. Big fan. And then there's Hot Buttered Rum, and they sound alike. So Just Hot Buttered <laughs> Mashed them up! Yep. That's and, you cute. know, it sounds like, you know, a, a greasy little rat. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I love it. I love how last week there was Lavender to Town. Mm-hmm. And that had a whole story to it. And Hot Buttered Rat has a whole story to it. Yeah. And it's beautiful. Thank you. <laughs> I love how you get, you're like, thank you. Thanks, Joe Daniel BB. <laughs> People still haven't figured out the BB's for. <laughs> didn't, didn't you share what the one V was? Depends. What did I say that it was? You were high. You shared. What did I say that it was? I don't remember. I'd have to listen to the episode again. Perfect. So then no. <laughs> so then no. Is so, it Big Boy? No. <laughs> <laughs> They're both two syllables. Ooh. Each of the bees. But I'm not going to confirm or deny it here, but it wasn't Big Boy. All Bigger right. Boy Boy? <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, she got it! <laughs> well, if you're not going to tell us what it means, then we should just get into the episode. Let's do it, because we have some opinions. There are some men we were introduced to this episode. <laughs> yeah. True, true. And we've got opinions. So this is season five, episode five, plus one is the loneliest number. And I would give you the recap, but I forgot the book in my room, so... Are you fucking kidding? We've been here for three hours. I know. We've been having trouble for three hours, so... That is so funny. Okay, let's do our recap right now. You get one of the girls, you get one of the girls, and I get one of the girls, because they only do three. What True. Samantha doesn't count. (laughs) Why? In this episode, Samantha doesn't count. I wrote a lot about Samantha's face this episode. Samantha's face? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so we all did it together. Samantha got a chemical peel. Now yeah. pick one. Uh, <laughs> Carrie's a fucking bitch to her friend Samantha who had a chemical peel. Yeah. Is what my note says. That's fair. Miranda um. lies about her baby. Um, but I'm not mad at her for it. Mm-hmm. And Charlotte uh, gets cock blocked by ex mother in law Bunny and changes her locks. I remember what happened this episode just now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay, that sounds familiar. I we could have rewatched this episode three times while my computer decided to not work. No, we were watching Black Lady Sketch Show. That is over better. And it was it was better. Yes. Yeah. Um. So who do we want to start with? Samantha who had a chemical peel. Samantha who had a chemical peel. 
Samantha got a chemical peel. She did. She got upsold to a chemical peel after just getting casual Botox. Mm -hmm. Now we all know you don't do a peel like two days before an event, but it was 2002 and nobody knew shit. So she came out looking like uncanned spam. It's true. Oh my god. You know what I mean? Yeah. When you take it out, there's those divots in the goo. That's what her face looked like. Mm -hmm. I don't like how you said any of that. (laughs) You don't like the words divots and goo in the same sentence? No. Was it the spam? Have you seen the video where she blows the spam out of the can? (gasps) No. What? It's been circulating on my Twitter. Just on my Twitter, apparently. Yeah, because I've never seen it and I frequent Twitter. It's like a quote-unquote like life hack thing where it's like, can't get your spam out of the can? Mm -mm. And then you like gore a hole, bore a hole in the bottom of it and you blow through that hole to pop your spam out of the can. That's wild. Can you oh leave? <laughs> can I we, mean, yeah. Can we talk about the other day? Because last night I had was checking my Twitter feed and I walked into my room. Uh, Ryan was watching Dark Knight Trilogy and I made him stop it and I was like, is cum flammable? And he was like, <laughs> Was this a video that I retweeted? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he was totally like, excuse me? And I'm like, is come flammable <laughs> and he's like like sperm and i'm like yes what did i just say is it flammable <laughs> and he's like i don't know and i show him the tweet that you retweeted of this guy with the fucking lighter right near his penis it was shooting out and he was like that's photoshopped it's propane he stuck propane up his urethra and like pushed it out and like lit it and I'm like why would you do that and he's like people are crazy for the twitter what do you mean twitter we're talking about them now I was legit like no I need the answer to this is come flammable you asked that out loud and I was like is it that's not one of the questions that I ever ask see and by retweeting that I would think that that's exactly the question that you wanted to ask I hope not given how sticky it is like you know if you like find it on yourself later is that too graphic for this podcast no girl it just sticks you like napalm yeah I just especially your hair oh Oh, god getting it out of your fucking hair that's what I don't understand though and I can't I clearly can't test this because I don't have sperm. All right, we're going to do it. We're going to recreate it. Perfect. Watch, keep a lookout on our Twitter. I couldn't help We're going to go Facebook nope. Live. <laughs> What's our Twitter? Our Twitter is We Swear on Chanel. Thank you so much. I was about to say a password again. Oh, no. Paige, where are you going? <laughs> I was adjusting. I almost fell down. Um, I'm going to throw a white party. Okay. These girls are going to a white party. And I can't remember the last time I went to a white party, but now I have to wait till next year because it's after Labor Day. Is that the thing? What? Is that the deal? Is that once it's after Labor Day, you can't throw a white party? Until Memorial Day. Oh. Interesting. I hate mm. it. One of the other, like, days where we celebrate, but I don't remember why. Hmm. Dumb. But okay. Do you want to? Go. We can do a red party. Mm. I don't look good at red. Okay. I Let's like a red party. An it's emerald party? It's to get your period. Bitch, I'm brown. You're gonna put me in green? You look good in green. I have green undertones. No, ma'am. You look stunning. Here, give me No, that's true. Maroon? Uh, maroon is my signature color. So, a maroon party. Perfect. A maroon party. A maroon party. A maroon party. Here's the thing, though. Okay. I didn't think about this until just now, but we can't throw a maroon party because uh, the term maroon is a not great term for black people back in, like, the 20s and 30s. Oh. Who is going to remember that? I thought... People who remember... Who framed Roger Rabbit when he says, what a maroon, and it's actually derogatory. Oh my god, I never thought about it. I love that movie. Mm-hmm. That's hilarious. I'm going to laugh harder now. <laughs> Terrible. 
All right, so Smith has what a chemical peel. I know. I loved saying that when I was a kid. Now I'm like, I'm Lloyd so was awful. scary in that movie. Yes. Christopher Lloyd is scary in every movie. No, not Back <laughs> to the Future. A little. But maybe mostly because I'm scared of getting stuck, and that's not his fault. Oh, yeah, that's good. <laughs> 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 uh, uh, great. So that's Samantha. Um, I will say that I... Sorry, just one more thing on Samantha. When she rallies after Carrie does not allow her to cancel her own 30-something-year-old old plans, she she pulls herself together by putting on the largest clip-on rhinestone earrings and then just, like, yes. crying into her reflection, and I love that. This that is beautiful. beautiful. A yeah. Carrie is a fucking bitch, because Carrie made bitch. her show up. Yep. Samantha was like, I don't feel good and I don't look good, and Carrie was like, I need you there for support. And while we were at this mm-hmm. white party, mm-hmm. fucking nobody roasted Samantha harder than Carrie. Was it a white party? It no, was not a white it was party. Not. It they was, started out um, a white party, but then they the got book to release it. party. Yes, and they decided to make it a white party. And Carrie's line of reasoning is that she can't talk to the press and that she needs one familiar face. But one, it opens she's doing fine with press. But two, in that scene right before, she gets off the phone with two other friends that are confirming that they're going. Yeah, Carrie's a bad friend. Carrie's a she's bad a friend. terrible friend. Yes. Joe. There was something else. Never mind. I, I lied. It happened directly on this podcast, and we figured it out two weeks ago. <laughs> we, <laughs> you mean when we recorded this the first time? And I don't remember when. I know that I heard it because then I listened to it. and I was like, "Oh my god, that's so fucking great!" It was about Sex and City being uh, a modern remake of Jean Paul's Sartre's No Exit. Yes, that was last week's episode of the podcast. So you are on brand and on time. There you go. <laughs> I just remember something cool that I said. <laughs> Good for you, bud. You did it. I'm proud of you. And you know. All right, so I feel like Charlotte is the next least. Yeah. <laughs> Charlotte is talking with her new man. Yeah. Sure. Justin yeah. Anderson the third. Is that his name? Uh, yes, that's his name. I, I love notes. this novel that you wrote for notes. I took it's. You did you rewatch the episode and take notes? That's gorgeous. Today. It's That's four beautiful. pages back and double sided. I love it. So you you tell us about Charlotte because okay. literally what this I recap for This is your podcast her, now. Yeah. we're just here for the ride. Here's what I have. Okay. okay. Charlotte gets caught macking in the hall in the hallway with Justin Anderson the third by her old lady neighbor, who it must be noted has coordinated her poodle's outfit to her own. <gasps> Apparently, uh. getting an eyeful of two fully clothed thirty somethings PG kissing was enough to ruin her morning, possibly because it made her inconvenient. Conveniently horny. It's left up to the audience to decide. Oh this is my god, this is great. Just great. read this. <laughs> Do I have anything else? No, start to finish. Just read your notes, and we're gonna go off of I'm this. I'm gonna. Yeah, I think this I'm is hilarious. Literally gonna go to the bathroom and come back <laughs> and listen to this podcast later because I want to be surprised. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm not. I'm <laughs> staying right I'm here. Okay, I, br- cool. I didn't do my notes the way you guys did. I went chronological. No, dude, um, you live your best dreams, yeah. girl. You're best better on top of this. Let me tell you my what first. Blurb about Miranda. Miranda. Um, Miranda. It says Miranda gets a call from Walker, a hot as fuck past hookup who wants to hit it again. She omits the fact that she's since had a baby, and honestly, good for her. Fuck that kid, Magda's got it. She invites him to be her plus one for Carrie's party, and then we go into Charlotte. So Charlotte gets caught macking. Do to do. Then we go to Carrie's publicist's office. Uh, Carrie's publisher is, God bless us, Amy Sedaris. They're talking about the party and how actual straight men are coming, which I love. She keeps, em- <laughs> she and throughout does. the whole a- episode, Amy Sedaris is like, actual straight men are here from GQ. It's just fun. And then um, that's when Burger shows up, who is immediately exhausting. Burger. Burger is the, the worst. Yeah. 
um, immediately puts it on everybody in the room to, like, reassure him about his flapped-ass book, which I'm sure was not good. Uh, he That's knows that it's not it. good, but he, he makes it everybody else's business that he is not a good writer. He's exactly. one of those people that is so low self-esteem that he brings down other people with him. Which is hard to do. No, not really. Oh, I've seen it with other people <laughs> where I'm like, I want everyone to be miserable and people are like, I'm going to be happy without you. And I'm like, oh, that backfired tremendously. <laughs> so it takes a lot of work. <laughs> well, then good for him. Yeah, he's got a skill in that regard. Um, so they hit it off in the office and then they go off and uh, get McDonald's together, which I honestly think is kind of intimate. Not in a, like, a sexy way, but like it's like letting your guard down. Like You can see... Yeah. My trash preferences, and now you can like I can see yours too. We went to McDonald's together. We left Joe Daniel's birthday party to buy sixty chicken nuggets, and then after we left when we recorded this the first time, we got like sixty more chicken nuggets and oh saw my a God. fight in the drive-through. We saw a fight in the drive-through. Not a fight, but a man throwing a giant fit. Oh my God, Oof. he would have gotten arrested if he was. How back many six chicken years old. nuggets was he throwing? Two. Okay. So we were in the drive-through, <laughs> and. There's cars there. There's a bunch of cars there. Sure. It is a possibly Monday slash Tuesday night. It's popping. It's 10 a.m. It's 10 p.m. Yeah. And so then we're getting there. He orders, goes up a little bit, and then we're all waiting in this one-ass line. And then once we get to order, we're like, oh, these are children. These are children who are working here. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. And we're waiting for longer than three minutes, and this guy is just, like, honking and, like, what the fuck is going on? And we're like, oh, my God, what's about to happen? Yeah. And he has his window down, so he's, like, screaming at everybody. And then he gets out of his vehicle. And, then and he's he, like a big, he's like, he's looks a like a huge dude. Huge white dude coming out of his big white truck. He looks like he wants to be a lumberjack, but like has not the upper arm strength to do it. He looks like he's a human penis. Oh, God, yeah. gorgeous. <laughs> um, and then he goes to yell at the like 15 year old in the window counter. And he's like, this is taking too long, blah, 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 blah. And me and Amanda are super high in my car. And we're just like, this is a McDonald's. Right? Like, what like did chill you expect? out. It's like a Monday. It's not a fucking Starbucks. He gets back into his car, and it's the one right up here on McCarran and Mayhem. Mm-hmm. And you know how there's like a little hill yes. mountain leading to McCarran? Yeah. He gets on that with his car, he starts four-wheeling, and then goes all the way around so he could leave. Get the fuck out of here. He could have slid all the way down He could have slid all the way down. What he would have crashed idiot. into those branches. He could have fucking flipped. He also put all our lives in danger by throwing a fucking tantrum. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Also, it's it's worth noting that the children running the McDonald's, we could hear them in the loudspeaker after he drove off just laughing mm-hmm. very hard. So they were completely unshaken by it, which is... Which is great, but they also was, messed up my order. Yeah. It was <laughs> probably did. nervous laughter. Let's be real. Oh, I can like, oh my God, we almost tied you guys. That's <laughs> yeah. Me whenever I drive. Oh, yeah. Same. <laughs> Love it. All right, back to your notes. Okay, back to my notes. Do All it. Right. So, um, they hang out for a while. Oh, I have a little asterisk here because it brings, it brings up a good point to me that I wanted to bring to you guys. Um, can you say crotch? Could you, would you say crotch on a first date? Yes. Yes. I don't know that I say crotch on a, like, a general time frame anyway. Right. Like, I'll, if I say it, it will be another term. For sure. I like junk. I like junk, too. Junk crotch is Crotch does paint, like, a, a picture. I would say crotch, but I wouldn't use it, like, talking about your genitals. I would point to, like, a tree branch and be like, oh, my God, look, look at, at the, the crotch. Look at the crotch of that. Yeah. 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 yeah, and then people are like, what the fuck? I'm like, uh, where the branch is coming out of the tree. That's a yeah. crotch. That and is a like, crotch. Mm-hmm. That's Ew. an arbor crotch. And you're like, oh, you thought I was talking about your crotch? Nah. No. Nah. I call it junk. Exactly. <laughs> crotch just feels like you got to put a powder or something. Yeah. I have a powder. I have a gentleman's powder. It goes really? on like a lotion and then it turns into a powder. I so love then you that. don't like chafe. 
Smart. See, I like, see, the application's what drives me crazy about a powder. Oh, yes. I don't get it. Yeah. I have people who, like, put baby powder all over the, like, butts. I was like, how do you do it? And how do you not just, like, pfft, every time like, you Like, what's that? your bathroom right. look like? Yeah. <laughs> it's gotta be silly in there. It's like Tony fucking Montana walkthrough. It's <laughs> like, residue everywhere. Ew. <laughs> yeah. I hate that word. You know how some people residue. hate moist? Yeah, you hate residue. I hate residue because I'm like, ugh, there's, like, a film of something mm-hmm. on top. Ugh. Yeah, and it's And it's probably gross. was, like, sticky. I'm gonna I throw don't up. Like that. Well, moving on, don't throw up. Yep. Um, okay, so they hang out for a while and hit it off, but when he sh- uh, Carrie asks Burger to be her plus one to her book release party, he reveals that he has a serious girlfriend, which becomes a key discussion point at brunch. Should Burger have said something sooner? Yes yeah. and no. I mean, here's the thing. He was clearly flirting with her, mm-hmm. and I feel like if you have a girlfriend or a boyfriend or a significant other that you're serious about, and monogamous with that that's not something that you do like if you're no. happy in your relationship you're not going off and flirting with other people for sure which clearly he wasn't like he was in a bad relationship because he broke up with her very very shortly after right and so uh, in that respect i guess it was kind of like i don't know i think carrie was a little oversensitive about it but also it's like she has a small point yeah. That's my problem with it is I'm like, I see her point and I understand. And yes, he probably should have, but because it's both of them, I'm like, it's none of her fucking business. True. Well, and they just met also. So it's kind of. And you don't want to be the person that's like, oh yeah, me and my girlfriend. And you're like, bruh, honey, I didn't ask if yeah. you had a girlfriend. And that's this the is point not what Samantha is. brings up at brunch. She's like, I hate when they like launch it at you too soon. But mm-hmm. I think there's also something to be said, like obviously from the beginning of us meeting Burger, like he's so self-deprecating and like thirsty for validation that mm-hmm. it's like now he's got Carrie who's like too hot for him or whatever, like still talking to him. And I think that's why he didn't correct her. It's like, oh, it's validating that this person's flirting with me. And like it kind of mm-hmm. just came to a point. So it's like, that's relatable in some way. Yeah. I agree. I think he handled it very shittily. Yeah. And then but to be like, I'm going to play this as long as I can until I get something more. And then you have to be the one to be like, I. Yeah. Have a he girlfriend. should have found a way to sneak it in in a way that wasn't as shitty as he did. Yes. Like, oh my gosh, I love that you ordered hash browns along with your french fries. My girlfriend does that too. Right. And you can lie about it because who's going to fucking check? Or just like. Or, like Carrie says, just pop a we or an us in there. And then that's, mm-hmm. like... If I hear somebody just say we anonymously, I kind of assume... Oh, yeah. I don't. I assume they're talking about themselves. Because usually I talk about we. And mm-hmm. I'm not talking to anybody else about me. That's true. But you're, you know, you're, you're a remarkable man. Special, yeah. Thank you. Mm-hmm. None of those things. <laughs> so, yeah. So funny. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. Like, you, you sneak it in there, like, oh, yeah, yeah, blah, blah. Do you have to... Do you want to go with me to go pick up my dry cleaning? Yeah, I'm. Or I have my to girlfriend hates. Why don't you ask her that? Yeah, Whatever my girlfriend hates to go, and I want the company. Yeah, because then you're upfront. You're like, I, this is exactly what it is. Yep. This is exactly what I need you for. Yeah, exactly. And she you know horned it in. It's not hard. How many? I think I that that should be a test for tomorrow. How many times can we just talk about we or like us as a relationship, or just bring it in casually and see how easy it goes? Yeah. yeah. I like that. <laughs> Thank you for calling my work. How can we help you? <laughs> <laughs> Who's we? Who's we? Me and my Me. partner. <laughs> Duh. So, she brings that issue to brunch. Everybody has their take. Samantha has the only good one, which is like, who cares? You're having a huge party thrown over you. Like, who gives a shit? It's burger. Yeah. <laughs> the only one with any perspective. And so then we get Carrie's post-brunch thought, which is, why do we let the one thing we don't have affect the way we feel 
about, oh wait, sorry. Why do we let the one thing we don't have affect the way we feel about all the things we do have? Which is pretty astute until she continues, why does one minus plus one add up to zero? Because it does. Because that's <laughs> like, math. That is how, that's math. <laughs> that's how you. math works, muffin. Um, let's see. We, I have a blurb about Samantha's visit to the doctor getting Botox. Um, oh, the nurse in the office where she gets the Botox is hilarious. She has the most grave, nervous delivery yes. of all time and sets up a great callback for later when she's explaining to Samantha, like, you are going to have to tell people I'm angry. Because then later we get Enid. And, Enid. and she tells like, her that because she's getting the Botox. She's like, you will not be able to show emotion on your face, so you will have to communicate your emotions exactly. to people. Exactly. And that was a funny fucking joke that I was not ready for. Right. Because at the moment, I was also like, uh, do you see Samantha? We know. Yeah. But I was like, oh, it wasn't for that. Exactly. It was for that. Mm-hmm. Oh. You don't get a lot of callbacks with Sex in the City. It's, it's not true. a lot of payoffs. That's correct also. Nice. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay, so Carrie is getting lunch alone and runs into Enid, who is also alone. Enid's outfit consists of a white cape and a necklace made of dried apple slices and a giant souvenir seashell that probably cost $900. (laughs) We learn through Carrie's prying that Enid is in the neighborhood because she was seeing her dick appointment. Mm. Uh, Carrie commends her for having it all, a career and a man, and for a brief moment you can see, like, this white-hot murder rage in Enid's eyes. (laughs) Like, she just, like, opens her eyes slightly and brings them back down. It's incredible. It's because Candace Bergen is amazing. She's She's a queen. Mm-hmm. Um, Ian explains to Carrie that she is the east side girlfriend and that her uh, boyfriend has another girl on the west side. She insists that she's fine with it because she doesn't have time for a full-time man. She says that's the key to having it all. Stop expecting it to look like what you thought it would look like. And that earns her an invitation to Carrie's party. Which is actually like some really cool good shit. Yeah. yeah. If, she think, yeah. if she meant it. If she meant it. She doesn't. But if she did, it would have been great. That's what we've been pre- preaching this entire time, and I think that's what we've been talking about is a problem mostly with Charlotte, but for the most part, all of these girls, is that they have such a vision of how things are going to be and how what they're working for. Right. And it never makes them happy, as opposed to accepting what they have and, like, what they can do with what they have. Mm-hmm. They're always working towards that, like, unobtainable goal and mission. Yeah. And I think a lot of people have that in real relationships, too, so I think that's really reflective. It's really like, astute. here is what it's supposed to look like. Right. And we're never happy because that's not our picture. I'm like, no, no, bitch, take a new picture. Yeah. That's the problem with life, I think, in general, is expectations. Yes. You have expectations that things are going to be a certain way, and they never are, and so life is always going to be disappointing. Like, that's why I kind of almost hate, like, watching trailers to movies or, like, knowing too much going in. Because mm-hmm. I feel like... You have this expectation that it's going to be like that trailer, when in reality, like, it's not necessarily going to be like that. And trailers are meant to sell the movie, not right. tell you what the movie is about. Yep. Right. So they will cut, they will edit, they will stylize a trailer to be like, yeah. get your ass in this seat and pay money to watch this movie. Yeah, and there'll be bits in the trailer that got cut from the movie, and you're like, where the fuck did that scene go? And then it's the funny. entire time you're watching and waiting for that, as much as you're loving that movie, you're like... Wait, but in the trailer I had this. Yeah. Yeah. Give me this. And there, it ruins jokes, depending on the trailer. Like, Stuber was hilarious. I hate that you watched it. It was hilarious. <laughs> and there was a scene that was in, I didn't watch the trailer, um, but there was a scene in the trailer where, like, you know, he first gets into the Uber, and he was like, uh, let me guess, you want me to find all the Sarah Connors in the area? And I fucking died. That was so funny, but that was in the trailer, and it would have ruined the surprise for me. 
And I thought that was fantastic. I agree. I think watching trailers is miserable. Mm-hmm. I don't think it does what it's supposed to. And I think we're reverting back to where the trailers will tell you the whole fucking movie. Some yeah. of them, yeah. Because now I'm watching trailers, especially for Black Christmas. If you want to see the remake of Black Christmas, the second remake of Black Christmas, <laughs> don't watch the trailer because the trailer literally, that I'm aware of, I still haven't seen the movie, but it seems to point out like the mid-movie twist, the like climax twist, and then how it resolves. And it ruins some of the deaths too. And I'm like, what the fuck am I going to watch this movie for? You gave it to me. You gave me the thesis. You gave me the supporting documents. And you gave me the ending. Like, I think I'm yep, good. Right. So it holds some surprises. I'm going to be really, really excited. But as of right now, I was like, dude, this told me everything. Right. Yep. Yeah, there's no point in watching the movie. Mm-hmm. On the other hand, away. I don't remember what it was called. Maybe you know. But the Orson Welles movie that came in. like Me the and fake... Orson Welles? No, no, no. Like oh. the fake, the other one. Um, oh, um, 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 oh. Something about fuck. wind or something. Yeah, or that's... it's not Breath of the Wind. It's. It's I don't, fuck. They I'm so put bad. it on Netflix, and if you watch the trailer, it's like this cool, badass, like '70s, like cool filters, sick babes with like long ass hair, and it looks like this action cool movie. And then you watch it, and it's just a bunch of old dudes talking to each other, and they put all of the, every single cool scene in like one two minute trailer, and the rest of the movie so fucking boring. The other side of the wind. The other side of the wind. That movie had to go through so much, so you pay some respect. I'm to sorry, that. but no. We died <laughs> making it, up. so we had to finish making it now. I'm sorry. Wow. I saw the champagne commercial. He killed himself. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> but there is also the other end of it where, like, did you see Sorry to Bother You? Yes. Did you see the trailer for Sorry to Bother You? It gave away none of that batshit crazy ending. And I don't even want to ruin it now. For anybody who hasn't seen it, go out and see it. It's on Hulu. You have it's no excuses. fucking bonkers. And, like, there is a minute where you're just like, what am I watching? And that is so beautiful. And it's so great. I think trailers should show you everything that happens in the first 15 minutes and nothing after that. Right. Yeah. Set it up so that we can knock it down. In my trailers, I already have it <laughs> planned out. There's always a specific scene that tells you exactly what the movie is about, but isn't the movie. Mm-hmm. so like it's like it would just be a scene maybe a deleted scene from the movie and you just watch the play from beginning to end three minutes <laughs> and then at the end of every single one it'll be like are you fucking in or are you out and if you're in you're gonna I love the rest it. of the movie because it's gonna give you so much more and if you're not <laughs> if you didn't like this dialogue conversation you're not gonna love what's gonna go on over here I was on a non-date last weekend mm-hmm. um, and we were trying to find something to watch on Netflix we passed by Shit's Creek and he and I was like have you seen it he was like, no, and I'm like, fucking play it right now. And literally, like, 30 seconds into the first scene, he was like, they really put it out on front, did they? And I'm like, yeah, that's it. That's the show. <laughs> and it continues to be that. Yeah. And what a happy place it is. Yeah. Incredible. It's gorgeous. Do you watch Letterkenny? Uh, Dairy Girls is my Letterkenny. I love mm. Dairy Girls. London Dairy? <laughs> <laughs> London Dairy Girls. They're wild, and it's hysterical. Um, but Letter Kenny is a little too fast and a little too dry for me. Well, how is it both things? It's very dry. And it's extremely dry. The banter is like the yeah. girls yeah. piece. Yeah. Where it's like blah, 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 Yeah. That was, <laughs> was that good podcasting? <laughs> Absolutely. That's better than how I do it mostly. So you're ready. But yeah, they go too fast. The jokes come at you so fast that you don't have time to process them and like enjoy them. That's great, though, because then that's rewatch value. Not me trying to tell you. That was me processing out loud. I'm sorry. But, like, I have to... I would have to watch it with subtitles. And even then, like, I don't have time to laugh at the joke, so it's not funny because it's, like, too much all at once for me. Doesn't mean that, like, it's not still has its value. It's just not my thing. Fair. So. 
Pick up the paper. Let's see. The notes. Okay, so now we're in Charlotte's apartment. We've already covered this, but I'm just going to go through it. <laughs> so Charlotte hooks up with J.A. 3, Justin Anderson III, of course. <laughs> yes. Check yourself. And lets him spend the night. In the morning, Bunny shows up and just lets herself in to tell Charlotte that the co-op board has told her all about her makeout session or hookups, which is creepy. That there's like, yes. at, like big brothers watching but the fuck. that is definitely an HOA thing. Oh, that's yeah. for sure oh, an HOA 100%. thing. 100%. Not going to lie, if I was an HOA, I'd be minding everybody's business. If no. I was like rich as fuck with no job, I I want to know who you're fucking. <laughs> My friend um, has a crazy HOA because I was talking to her and I was trying to find her a roommate and I was like, so you're only allowed one pet, but you own your place. And she was like, yeah, it's just part of the HOA. You can only have one pet. And I'm like, how do they know what you have in your own home? You paid for it. You're that you've owned that place. That's wild. And she was like, oh yeah, there's this one lady who like runs around checking on everybody. And I went to I went over to her house for dinner last week and I came around the corner and there's this lady with a whole like cat condo right outside her door and she has the cat on a leash outside and she's watering her plants and I'm like that is fucking wild and that was the lady who checks up on everybody else's cat. Of course she was. Wild. Also I hate them. I hate that person. Yes. Yes. And I don't like those people as part of the HOA who like take it seriously. Yeah, mind your They're business. just as bad as boys who like play competitive like soccer yeah. during recess yeah. in third yeah. grade. You're like, uh, this doesn't matter. We're all having fun. Right. And then the people are like, nah, this HOA is like, I'm HOA for life, dude. Yeah. Right, Brett. They complain about like stuff being on other people's porch. I'm like, you have a cat condo on your porch. Also, mind your own fucking business. Yeah. yeah. This has nothing to do with you. Yeah. Genuinely. Pay your rent, pay your bills, handle your fucking life, do yeah. your fucking hair. Don't be too loud, and that's it. And Truly, yeah. No, I hate HOAs. I hate what they stand for. The cool. HOAs are shitty. I just like everybody's business. <laughs> um, do you have I mean, the next door app? I do, but it's like I lost my login. And it has me saved in for my old apartment neighborhood. I used to live by the glass dice. So now I'm getting all their business, and I want my suburb deep sparks business. That's funny. Can't they just so send wait, me a can't you with just codes? maybe maybe I just need to start over? Yeah, you can start over. Can't you log into your existing one and then change your address? I just, I lost the login to get into the existing oh, one. Oh, okay. So it's, like, over, but I can make, like, a new email or something. Yeah, I mean, girl, it's 2019. Can, we all have burner emails. Yeah. Can't you just set up, like, a forget password? Maybe. I feel like I tried and there was something that got in the way, but I don't remember specifically what. She forgot how to spell her name. But I, it happens all the time. But Mia will <laughs> send me screenshots. Too many like, <laughs> Mia will send me, like, Spanish Springs next door screenshots and, ooh, boy, they're crazy mm. out there. Yeah. Anyone with dirt bike money is going to get into some weird shit. Oh, yeah. 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 My mom has it, and she lives in Hidden Valley, and it is the most tofu thing you've ever heard in your life. <laughs> oh, my God. Somebody's walking around with a baseball bat. He looked like he was about to hit my, my mailbox, and then he didn't. I'm like, he's probably taking a walk. Calm right? down. He's probably Maybe he's going to go play baseball. Yeah. He's probably going to go play baseball somewhere. <laughs> you whack job. Go back into your house. Have a beer. Better he's another cre- like weirdo rich person that's like afraid a poor is going to come rob him. Like- mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and that's what it is. HOAs hate poor people. They mm-hmm. do. That's what and it is. <laughs> Anyway, uh, Bunny is telling her she knows all about her hookups and reminded that the apartment's still in her name. Um, Charlotte kicks her out of the apartment, but uh, not before JA3 hears that Charlotte is still married, at which point he also leaves. So she changed the locks and asks Anthony to be her plus one. Um, We're at Carrie's apartment. Charlotte and Stanford both called RSVP, and then she gets the call from Samantha when she tries to um, cancel on account of her pepperoni monster face. Uh, (laughs) Carrie refuses the cancellation on the grounds that she can't talk to the press and that she needs one familiar face. We've gone over this. Um, 
yeah, basically she's just full of shit and she's mean to Samantha. Um, <laughs> clip on earrings. <laughs> the clip on earrings. There we go. So classy. Yeah. <laughs> right? Um, they're just so big. I can't believe that the clip on mechanism holds them up. Right. I was too scared. I only they're like, like looped up the back. <laughs> for sure. There's like a wire system. Yeah. Glamour. I love it. All right, so now we're at Carrie's party. Carrie is mingling and talking to the press just fine by herself when Samantha shows up in her big black invisible monster's veil. <laughs> a dramatic but genius solution. To- <laughs> yeah, dramatic- we, need to, we need to take a moment to appreciate the invisible monster's veil. Is it not, though? Is it not the exact veil? It's You're so beautiful. It's fucking gorgeous. Can I just short, short story? Oh, yeah. Take as much as you want, girl. We own this. <laughs> So, um, roommate Ryan and I drove to Ikea last weekend, um, and we were driving back, and we'd listened to Lizzo on the way. Oh my god, life changer. Of course. Um, on the way back, we listened to uh, Panic! at the Disco, and so Time to Dance came on, and when it was done, I was like, oh fuck, I really need to reread that book, man. I do. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, it's delicious. I love it. And roommate Ryan's like, what book? I'm like, Get the excuse fuck out of me. <laughs> excuse me. You own this and you don't know that this is a Chuck Palnick like concept album. The whole thing. And he's like, what? What? So I'm like, back it up. And I'm like, this one's about this part in Invisible Monsters. This one's about Chuck. This one's about, I'm like, I went through like the whole thing. Although I think it was just Invisible Monsters. And there might have been one or two um, yeah. fight clubs in there. Yes. Either way. It's Either such a way, revelatory like, moment yeah. when, like, that clicks into place and someone tells you. Because I didn't know because I never read Invisible Monsters so I was, like, in my 20s. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. See, I read Invisible Monsters, loved it, and some, and then I started listening to that album after. And I was like... Wait, wait, wait. That's a direct line. And I looked it up and there's tons of, you know, like, articles about it. And I was like, I fucking knew it! <laughs> I was so excited. Such a good album. So anyway, just the fact that roommate Ryan didn't know something. I love that. Have you listened to Found by Lizzo? Phone? Yeah. I don't know. It is not off of her Cause it's I not... Love You album. Oh, okay. Then I probably would not. give it a recommendation. Every time it comes on, I just like, I'm like, transported into a different person and it's a messy bitch who's just out having a fun time and blacking out i can't wait to listen to it It because jerome does that for me i love jerome that is my favorite song off that fucking album i I... love every single song in that album right except for maybe lingerie but that's not for me Mm -hmm. um but jerome is my absolute favorite song off that album jerome is something that like i will legitimately out of nowhere like getting ready for work something random like home alone and i'll just like belt it out just jerome mm-hmm. once and then i'll just feel better <laughs> it's like a morning espresso yes or you that. just do it yes <laughs> <laughs> anyways back back to second <laughs> all right so we've got the veil um so carrie uh, forces her to take the veil off to meet somebody from the New Yorker, and immediately upon the reveal of her face, she begins the onslaught of mean comments about how gross she looks. So. Even though she was the one who forced her to come out. Mm-hmm. I love um, the way you write. When's your blog coming out? Oh, I would never. I you would should. Never. I'll ghostwrite. Perfect. So, I love it. Yeah, Ooh. just do it anonymously. <laughs> the way that all of our blogs are. I love that. You're right. Our live journals. 
Um, Stanford rubs his hot new boyfriend in Anthony's face, bragging about how they're so in love and buying a house in the Hamptons. Anthony exits the conversation by shouting, Shrimp! And walking away. Shrimp! (laughs) So great. Miranda's getting hot and heavy with Walker by the bathrooms, which not for nothing would have been a perfectly suitable and baby-free space to fuck in. Nine times out of ten, I'd rather fuck in a room with a toilet than a room with a baby. Yes. Um, Walker Stewart. What's the one out of ten? I don't know if it's a really shitty toilet. (laughs) And a sleeping baby, maybe. (laughs) With a room divider. With a room divider. Do parents have sex with their baby in the room? Oh, for sure they do. Oh, that's gross. I don't think I would. I would not. But I think you have to because it's your baby. And, like, it has to be there, but also... That's what baby monitors are for. They can be in the other room. Oh, someone grew up white. Yeah. Not all of us had baby monitors. Just put it in the next room. You can hear it. Get a can on a string. <laughs> <laughs> can you just Dixie cups? It's a can of soup. What is that? You didn't even empty that shit out. Your baby's like, really? <laughs> this wo- this works both ways, bitch. I can hear. <laughs> it's all echoey. I can hear you. <laughs> <laughs> Babe, did you hear me? <laughs> you come back to the baby, like, covered in can cuts. There's, like, a circle around his mouth. <laughs> Looks like it's blood. It's actually just tomato soup. <laughs> <laughs> right. So Walker suggests they take it back to her apartment, and Miranda finally tells him she had a baby. He promptly confirms that the baby isn't his and agrees to fuck her anyway. They go back to her apartment, and the baby starts crying. Walker bails, which is fair when you consider how hard it is to maintain an erection when you're inside a woman that is repeatedly yelling, Mommy's coming. So terrible. (laughs) But with a baby in the room? With a baby. Not a baby in the room. See, that's the difference. I, yes, I don't understand. Like, he has his own place. Why didn't they go back it makes sense. to his place? Because then he'd have to be a reoccurring character. No. That makes sense. No, because he would just get eked out. Or eked out. Eat. Oh, I can't think of words today. Hooked <laughs> out. What? Get out. What the fuck? Is that better? Can, yes. can we can we distinguish the difference between eek and ook? Yes. <laughs> can we spell them? No. Okay. <laughs> it's like uppercase O, lowercase O, K. Ook. My next note is just Isaac Mizrahi. Mizrahi shows up just to tell the audience that he can't read. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and somebody was like, who let you out of the target? <laughs> This is all going to be the bio that we post on the podcast episode. The whole thing. <laughs> Please send me photos. Just the manifest. Can you fax this to me? Yeah, I'll just leave it for <laughs> you. Fax this to me. <laughs> all right. Berger shows up to the party alone. Once again, he immediately starts talking about how his own big book flopped because he's exhausting. Yeah. Uh, Carrie thanks him for coming and walks away. He was clearly expecting more. It was very baller. Um, I did like that. She didn't even, like, hang out to talk to him. She was just like, thanks, cool leader. Which, I mean, I don't know. I feel like she's just taking it too hard that he has a girlfriend. And, like, just make friends, Carrie. It's not like the ones you have now are any good. I guess so. He doesn't know how to do it. I just don't care for Burger, and I think I'm being biased in my analysis. No, he's shitty. Don't get me wrong. For sure. But we don't technically know that yet. Right. In theory. True. In theory. In theory. Um, Carrie meets up with the remaining two ladies, and after getting one more dig in about her beef carpaccio face, Carrie's words, mm-hmm. um, she finally allows Samantha to go home. Stupid. Um, Charlotte is ready to leave, too, as her date is still off with the shrimp waiter, but before she leaves, um, Carrie asks her about Burger. Uh, I had to let him go, right? And hilariously, Charlotte just grimaces at her. She just goes, Ugh. <laughs> Um... 
Enid bursts into frame like a bat out of hell, having just seen her her boyfriend in attendance mm-hmm. with his West Side girlfriend. West Side. Um, in a callback, in a callback to the haunted nurse, she tells Carrie, "Um, I'm so angry." Before fleeing into the night, she which I fucking cackled like a goddamn witch. A I love that. That's when you realized. Yeah, it was beautiful. That you were like, that was it. That was the payoff. Oh. <laughs> This is what good writing is like. Yeah. You set something up and then you pay it off. Oof, you said good writing and now I want to look at the book and see who wrote this, but I don't want to get up either. It was me. Good. You did good. Thanks, I tried. (laughs) We're proud of you. I was six. I was six. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, One last blurb. Carrie heads home for the evening, but the limo driver insists they celebrate her book. Um, So she takes her to a hot dog stand and brags about her to the hot dog man, and it's very, very cute. It It is very cute. It's a black woman, right? Yeah. driver? There you go. No one will amp you up as much as a black woman. That's true. Like, bitch, this is your book party. Let's go celebrate. What the fuck are you going home looking all sad for? Yeah, her limo driver was a better friend than her real friends. That's true. Except Samantha, who was truly Mm -hmm. ride or die this episode. Who was truly ride or die. Carrie's just a mean friend back. Yeah, Yeah, Samantha was was in her best form, except we did talk last time about how she told Carrie, I would never show up for anybody else but you, right in front of Charlotte. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Which is fair. I mean, they're not. They're friends. not friends. They're not, but it's still hysterical. <laughs> I love that. I, I, I just want to do that to certain friends. We're just like in mixed company. Mm-hmm. I'll just be like, listen, I will only do your movies. <laughs> I won't do movies for anybody else, especially not this person standing just directly to the left of me. <laughs> oh, I love doing that. And then people are like, hey, and I'm like. I said what I what? said. <laughs> Did you need me to repeat what I just said? Yeah. Do you want your feelings hurt again? Because I'll say it again. Stop making <laughs> eye contact with me. My feelings are getting hurt. <laughs> so mean. Sorry, I like to balance my eye contact. It means you're a good listener. <laughs> I had to learn that in my sociopath class. <laughs> your sociopath class? It's like, oh look God. and laugh and make eye contact. My favorite trick is look in the middle of your forehead. And then My forehead or their forehead? Their forehead. I was like... <laughs> <laughs> no one will talk to you. They're going to really know. <laughs> How to be an obvious sociopath 101. <laughs> <laughs> you, so what is it about looking in the middle of their forehead that makes you like a psychopath though? Oh, no, it's just like if you're bad at eye contact, you can look up right above in the middle of your eyes, like right between your eyebrows, and it looks to that person like you're looking them in the eye, but you don't have to actually look Ooh. them in the eye. I know you're not aware of where your face is, because you legit were pointing to the middle of your forehead, and you said the middle of my eyebrows. She was up here. <laughs> was I? You were legit, Where's you're like, the eyebrows? middle of my eyebrow. And then I was like, um, okay. you have to travel a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> it's fine. Either way. It's around here. Do you ever look past people? It's my favorite hobby, especially when they're talking about things that I don't care. I'm just like, I'm looking at the wall behind you. You just happen to be in the way. Where'd you get that painting? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, She's there. She's a permanent host. (laughs) We had um, an actress in college who would act and like act on stage with somebody, but would be doing this and talking to them. (laughs) I'm looking just to the right. Of someone. They wanted and to make sure that they could be seen. I guess so. Was it the miracle worker, though? It, no. <laughs> <laughs> it was every single show that she was in. It was so bad. But no, it was too funny because... So we started to just fuck with her. 
And by we, I mean the other actors, not me. I wasn't on stage. But we would just, like, roll up into her <laughs> And she would have to keep looking. And it would just turn into, like, the doll from, like, that chitty chitty bang bang. That little, like, oh thing where she's just, like... Mom, that's not what a music box when she like looks past people. That's what it was, and it was so hysterical. I love the thing about actors who perform live. How instead of there's like, I want to make this the best show ever. They're like, how can I fuck this up for someone else? Yes. How fucking fun is that? And I was like, that's my favorite thing about life theater is we're all pretending that we're watching this magical thing, and they're just like, and they're just like, how, how far can we you? go until we get fired or shut down? Yes. That seems fun. It's beautiful. I once had my ass out on stage, like, in high school. What do you mean once? Just once. <laughs> During a show. Because my character, like, just faced at the front for my entire scene that I was there. And I was like, I want to see if I can get away with this. So I legit, like, pulled my pants down, but they were still, like, up front. And I just had my ass out the entire time. I delivered my entire scene. And then someone comes behind me and grabs me. <laughs> and they just went, grab <laughs> <laughs> and walk back. And, like, so I was covered. I knew that I'd be fine. Unless for some reason I, like, fell and flipped. But then I could be like, oh, my pants fell down when I fell and flipped. Oh, yeah. no. It's so much fun. Uh, I love it. Well, Amanda, where can they find you if they think you're delightful, which they will? Oh, well, oh, thank you. Well, as we've said, I'm hot buttered rap <laughs> across platforms. Uh, my Instagram is private, but that's just so that I can call out from work and still post on my story. So don't let it scare you. I'll let you follow me. Yes. <laughs> I can't wait for someone to listen to this who has no idea who you are, hear how hot you sound, and then have to be like, but what is she going to look like with a handle called Hot Butter Hot Butter yeah. And then they're, regardless, they're going to be and entirely surprised. I know, right? Well, it's not Ugly Butter Rat. Yeah. You're right. True, true. Bam! <laughs> and that's oh. how you have it, and that's the title of the episode. <laughs> not Ugly Butter Rat. It's not, not Ugly, ugly Butter Rat. I love it. Jake, where can they find us? <laughs> Fuck you, bitch. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> We're usually so in sync. It didn't happen this time. <laughs> if they want to find me, they can follow me at Twitter, at Paige Clarno, um, on Instagram, at Paige and Reno Land, um, or on Facebook, at Paige Clarno, comma podcaster etc where can they find you joe <laughs> um you can find me on the twits on joe daniel bb on the insta petty prince jr you can find my live journal if you find it a live journal a live journal i don't do it anymore no, that became a hoe that's because it went out of business it turned into an angel fireside <laughs> why do you think i had to become a hoe how else was i supposed to pretend to be interesting yes um that's it that's i it. keep forgetting what i have I'm like, oh, I, I play this gardening game if you want to find me on that. A gardening game. <laughs> it's one of those, like, three, match three games. Oh, no. Oh, the God. The bejewels of the uh, gardening world. Yeah, it's so good. My garden's gorgeous. And then I have, <laughs> my character name is called Foreskin. And then I have a yeah. dog named Clitty. Sure. And then I have a horse called Booty Hole. And I was like, this is just for me. But my So garden it's no cloak penguin, I guess. Because <laughs> no you haven't penguin. gotten kicked out yet. Not that I'm aware of. <laughs> I love it. Where can they find us, Joe? We swear on Chanel. I almost did it again. We swear on Chanel on Instagram and Facebook. Nope. Instagram and Twitter. Yeah. Facebook is I couldn't help, help a podcast. Email. I couldn't help a podcast on gmail.com. Exactly. Um, and if you want to be a co-host on the podcast, you better hurry the fuck up because we're almost done with this whole thing. So <laughs> get on it. Um, and we're going to go ahead and sign off now. So remember... Always wear a condom. Bye.